Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Erica. We are the Sugarcraft Junkies and this is our podcast. It's for professionals, home bakers and everyone in between. Each month we'll bring you the latest news, trends, ones to watch and so much more. So stay tuned. Morning Sam, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm a bit balanced today. I've got stuff all over the desk. I didn't have them for my, uh, the new new microphone, which I've had for a long time, so it comes with a box. So I'm back to the old one to save a bit of space. But Well, I can hear that, you loud and clear. Good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> How's your month been? Oh, do you know what? I was trying to write down what I've actually done because it's mm. uh, it seems to have gone very quickly. Um. Slightly crazy, I think. So I kind of started off very shortly after I think we last recorded. We had mm. the, I can't, I, I'm, I'm just thinking that we had the coronation after our last podcast. Or did no, we have it before? Before, because <laughs> you, you talked about the street party, didn't you? Oh, do you know what? I can't remember whether I talked about the street party going to happen or has happened. No, I think it had. Right. Perfect. <laughs> that's the one thing less that I've done this month (laughs) (laughs) so it's been pretty well not boring it's been really busy um so I've had a a wedding cake that went out uh, oh what day are we on we're on Monday so it went Saturday um to a golf club near me Mm. um which I delivered very very early in the morning I got there between 7 and 7 30 uh in the morning Yes. Oh, I will send you a picture of the cake, but it can't go out yet. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was, um, it only takes me 10 minutes to get there. So okay. it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. And the only reason was because I had said to um, another cake friend that I um, would help her deliver her wedding mm. cake because her husband's very poorly. So, um, I drove us down to Hain House. So okay. I had to deliver mine um, at, I got there about 20 past seven. I got home at half past eight, mm. quickly had some breakfast and got out the door at 10 past nine. I went over to pick her up with her cake and then we drove down to Hain House, which took about an hour, um, set hers up and drove back again, back by lunchtime. Mm. <laughs> What a very productive morning. It's a lovely cake. Thank you. It was a very productive morning. Um, Yeah, yeah, it was one of those cakes where because it had roses um, across the middle of the tiers and it had silver leaf, which Mm. I haven't worked with before. Oh, God, it's awful, isn't it? (laughs) Well, that's one one way of putting it. (laughs) I would never touch that stuff if you've hated me. I did it once for a competition. I was like, what is this? Can't even breathe, well, can't breathe, can't move. Can't I know, like- <laughs> I know, I know. So I thought, um, I know I could have painted silver on, but I've not used yeah. silver leaf before and I really wanted to. And there's no getting away from it. it. No, but there's no getting away from it. Silver leaf against that, it was navy blue cake. Mm. It, you can really see it. 
I think yeah. painting, it doesn't matter how much you try, painting is not going to be as bright and as, you know, this is silver. Yeah, it's just never as metallic, is it? As no, the leaf has no. Got that extra, like, it does, even though it's a bit of a bugger to work something. with. So yeah. I hadn't done that before. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. So I'd, I was trying to do it without stacking the cake beforehand and didn't matter how I tried because the kind of the design went across the three tiers. I just, I had to come home. I was like, no, I'm going to stack them all. So I stacked okay. the whole cake and then finished off the silver leaf and put the, put the flowers in position. Mm. Then took them all out again, plugged all my little holes up, <laughs> took it on the Saturday and re-pierced the holes and everything again. Yeah. So it was, it was absolutely fine. But, um, I was, I was juggling that with invigilating. Uh, okay. because the real GCSEs have now started. So week yeah. one has now happened and week two starts this week. Um, so I'm not working today because I'm podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it quiet. Yeah. I, yes. however, am working today. Yeah. <laughs> and I have split my shift to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I don't think I, don't think I could have actually, uh, yeah, it might be a bit tricky to podcast in an exam. But yeah. um yeah, <laughs> just a yeah, I know. You can't hear me really. <laughs> but ASMR um, podcast. Yeah. Well they're, they're so desperate for invigilators. So I kind of caved in on Friday and I said to them, Okay, I'll go in Friday morning because they really, they just had no one to invigilate one room at all. Yeah. So I went in and then that left me Friday afternoon to stack and finish the cake. I mean, everything was done. So actually I was done by about half past three. Okay. Um, and then I, to make my life easier, I went over to see the florist and got the foliage put on the hoop. I was um, going to ask you if you made that or if that was real. The what? The eucalyptus on the foliage? The, yeah. No, that's that's real. Okay. Um, in hindsight, I think what I might do now is I might go to um, the wholesalers where I get a lot of um, silk flowers from mm. and I might actually get some. There's, because what I actually wanted on that stand was ruscus oh, because okay. I don't have, and all the picture that I created depicted kind of ruscus. Yeah. Um, so I, it wasn't what I wanted on the stand, but yeah. uh, that's what I got. Um, okay. So I think I would, in hindsight, now I might go and get some eucalyptus and I might go and get some ruscus. And if I have brides and grooms that would like foliage on there, I will just put silk on there and do it myself because I know where yeah. I want it and I know yeah. how I want it. And, and I'll just cable, be, um, yeah, and I'll cable tie it on, yeah. Uh, so, but I'm really pleased with the. Uh, so I bought that new that stand as new as well, um, okay. which was my new my new purchase from Bramble Sky. Yeah. Um, because I didn't have a hoop. None of my hoops are big enough, um, mm. and I wanted a silver, obviously, to go with that. So what I've done now is I've purchased, so I think I've got three sizes of hoops now, two are black, one silver, but okay. I've got some of the spray that I bought. I invested in some of the spray that she uses. Yeah. Um, a, to touch up 
the hoops and b if i want to spray them another color i can Mm. so so i bought the silver and i bought a gold because i don't have a gold hoop but i thought i could always spray any of the ones that i've got as gold yeah um so I should I'll, I'll invest in the black again so I can re you know go over and mm. black if I so choose. But it was really easy to spray because they had, they had a couple of little marks on them. And I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to spray them and it will just touch it up. Yeah, and it works a treat. Really, really nice. Fantastic. Kind of. It was like working with glitter in the kitchen with cakes, <laughs> really, because it went everywhere. <laughs> I did do it in the garden, but my plants now have a slight shimmer to them. It's all (laughs) good. Silver edge. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So that's really pretty much all I've done. Um, Apart from very exciting, um, went over and did the guild accounts with a friend of Mm. mine. That was very exciting. And that was my night out. Well, I'm, what I'm come sure. down from last month. I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> the month before was like, oh, I've been out, I've been out, I've been out. And I'm like, no, I've not been anywhere. I've just been literally making cakes and uh, and invigilating. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, what about you? You must have done something more exciting. <laughs> um, possibly. I did a demo for BSG Central area online of wax paper transfers. That was fun. Did it go all right? Was it easy to do? Yeah. yeah. It's the first online one I've done in ages because obviously everything's gone back now. Yeah. But so I was a bit like, oh, forgot how much stuff I've got to get up. And the table that I use, Matt has now started like taking over as like a painting table to like paint his models. Right. So where I had previously the whole table, I've now got half a table. Right. Can you make a bit of space? And he made about six inches. (laughs) (laughs) six inches of space very generous of him (laughs) okay (laughs) so I had stuff like balanced on a chair beside me just out of sight Um, much like you are now yeah pretty much (laughs) I'm just surrounded by wires at the minute honestly let me take you a picture of not the whole setup but just a bit of it this is how you're working this morning with the massive wires I've put my um microphone up on an upturned photo frame, yeah, like a box frame, because I felt like it was too low. So I've lifted it a bit, but you can see like the massive wires behind me. I've got my laptop <laughs> on my work computer. <laughs> <laughs> and tangled in that is the lead that plugs my work computer to the big monitor, the plug, the charging lead for my work computer, the charging lead for my laptop. Um, the lead for the microphone, the lead for a mouse, and the lead for my earphones <laughs> that I'm wearing, and the earphones for my work computer. <laughs> what a nightmare! What a nightmare! It's like spaghetti in front of me. Yeah, although um, I'm quite, I'm quite impressed. You know, it looks good. Yeah, yeah I've made as much space as possible as I dare. Um, so yeah, I did that. That went nicely. Uh, did I take a picture? I think I did. Um, yeah, I'm sure what? I did. I think I posted one on my Instagram of my demo. Oh, Sorry. do you know what? I've, I've circled back around again. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, where are we? I'll find you on Insta. Yeah, it's, it's on my Instagram. I think I deleted it because I posted it, but I don't need to keep it. I've got hundreds of pictures of this demo. Um, oh, yeah. So Just yeah, the I advert. Did, 
Yeah, I did some stripes and no, there's one of my computer at the end. Oh, um, yes. And it's got the little yes, bit I made I've got on it. it. Yeah, I made a topper and a um, topper with some writing on and a cake with stripes, stripes. that are horizontal. Is that the right one? Yeah. Yes, horizontal. Yeah. And a checkerboard effect on the cake board. Yes. Yeah, so I made that. Um, I have also, uh, oh, I've changed my bank to Starling. Oh. I've been meaning to do it for a while. I got my bank card the other day through the post. It looked like a wedding invitation, honestly. It was <laughs> the fanciest, thickest, like, you know, the sort of cot, the really thick, heavyweight paper, but it's made of like a cotton that's got sort of an embossed yeah. texture. Right. Envelope was made of that. And then inside was a card made of the exact same thing. So normally I'm used to getting bank cards on like a bit of April paper where it's sort of blue gummed on, isn't it? Yeah. Essentially. No, yeah. this came in like a little presentation, a little presentation oh card that looked like a wedding invite. I was like, oh, this is fancy. <laughs> what made you decide to change? I'd wanted to for ages. Um, yeah. And I did it because of their app and the way it does. So at the moment, um this is the one I use for like demos and stuff so I don't get notifications when money goes in or in or out whereas with this I will oh okay it's on the app it's it's a better app and you can have money pots and all sorts of things and you can also have which I think is really interesting and this isn't on their business banking this is on their normal banking yeah um you can also have a second card for your current account yeah and you have a separate money pot that you can put a maximum of £200 in and you can give that card to someone else to spend. So if you've got a childminder or oh. you've got some sort of like petty cash or a child that needs like an emergency card, it's a separate It's a separate bank card. So they can yeah. get to tap to pay. They can put it in a cash point, get things out. They can pay in a shop. So yeah. a maximum of £200 in that account. Oh, wow. And it's still your bank account. Their name's not on it. You can just give that card to whoever you need to give it to. And that's the maximum that will be in that pot. And that pot does not siphon money from your main account. It's a separate pot. Oh, right. Wow. That's quite good. That's a really good idea, isn't it? Yeah, that's handy. Yeah, very. Yeah, so I have that. Um, I have been trying to get tickets for the Olympics next year to go and see the break-in. Oh, struggling, Sam. It's just not happening. So oh, no. I was Why? in the ballot. Well, they first of all released tickets where you could buy like a set of three. So you had to buy yeah. three different events. And I was in the ballot for that. Got my slot because you get given a slot and a time to log on. And yeah. when I logged on, all the breaking ones had gone from that release. So I was like, okay, fair enough. And I don't know anyone that got any in that release. But that's fine. There's only there's only like four events. They've got a qualifiers and a final for men's and for women's. Yeah. So there's only four events to choose from. Um, and then in the beginning of May, they had their second release, and this was for like individual tickets. And again, you had to register. You've got a time slot. So I've got two friends that managed to get tickets. No one else on those managed to get them. By the time I logged wow. onto my slot, and I logged on at the start of my slot, hmm. like literally to the minute yeah it was like two o'clock on a saturday and i was on my way to my meet branch, like one o'clock on a saturday i was on my way to a branch meeting so i logged on the website i was like right just gonna refresh it at the right time all gone no way the only things that were left I think there was only about 20 events left and they started from like 695 euros i was like you're joking what 
across the whole thing. So apparently there's another release coming later, but the breaking ones are cheap. Like they start from, I think it's 25 euros of the cheapest one, then it's 50 yeah. euros, then it's like 90 euros and then 120. So we were going to go for like one of the cheapest two, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, no tickets oh again. So we'll see. There's another There's another release coming and there's resale tickets. But So can you only get see. one ticket? No. Okay. But as many as you, well as many events as you like, and I think it's up to four tickets per event at right. the moment. But even on that, yeah. it's all gone. I think they've underestimated the popularity of it. <laughs> That's incredible, really. Well, it was one of the first ones to sell out in the pre- in the first release, but I think Good they've job. just put it. They've put it in a very small venue compared to the size mm-hmm. of the stadiums because it's not in a stadium. It's they need to rethink that, don't their, they? Doing their three-on-three basketball court and that sort of thing. Hmm. Uh, anyway, so I've been trying to do that. Um, I actually, I taught a dance class at Pineapple. Did you? I did, oh. yeah. I had, I had to cover for my teacher, so I taught breaking. Uh, who caught COVID. <laughs> you had to cover for your teacher, me, I love it. They messaged me like, the week, like a few days before. I was like, are you going on Wednesday? Can you cover for me? I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got, he caught COVID, so uh, I've taught oh, a dance no. class. Wow. It's just dance school, yeah. Oh, get you, nice. Erica. Yeah. So what ages were you teaching? Adult. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Were they very advanced or they basic? Or, no, you know, kind what? of a mixture. So there's normally me and this guy, Sam, who are – Sam's better than me, but Sam would normally be the cover, but Sam couldn't make that week. Um you telling um, me you're the reject? Yeah, I'm the reject. I'm definitely <laughs> the second in command here. Uh, there was, I think, six, and it's capped at ten. So okay, that's not a bad, bad turnout. Um, just because of the size of the room, it's capped at ten. Right. So yeah, there was all different levels. So we had some who'd barely done anything, and some who have been coming for years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you enjoy? It? I did, I did. I was like, but this is not a regular thing, all right? Like, <laughs> I've got like three or four beginners classes in me. I've not got a permanent beginners class in me. <laughs> I'm limited to like what I can teach and what I'd want to teach. Yeah. <laughs> did he tell yeah. you what you needed to cover then? Or did you just no. make it up? No, I just made it up. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Did my own thing. Um, and I am doing something very exciting tomorrow. What? So I got a message from Geraldine Dark. Do you know her? No. Who does all? Who did all the patterned paste stuff? And oh, right. She is an incredible sugar crafter. I mm-hmm. rate her with like Lindy Smith, and I know she's worked with. She's been in various like groups with Lindy and done projecty stuff with her as well. Okay. Um, she's invited me to come over to her house and learn all her techniques because she's like, well. I'm probably like winding down and I just don't want all these techniques to die off. So Oh my god. Come and learn them and share them. Like, oh wow. <laughs> oh wow. So, so um, how did 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 you know her? Um yes and no. She contacted me because I did a demo at Surbiton branch and that was her branch. Right. And she got my details from that. Oh. So I have known of her for a long time and admired her work. Like I've got her book. I've seen her demonstrate a few times. I've bought things yep. that she's used. We're like, oh, I'll try that. I'll try that. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. I'm very excited about this because she's incredible. Oh, 
So is she on social media then? Uh, I don't know, you know, I don't think she is. Um, okay, so what kind of what kind of techniques, what does she do? She does patterned paste um, and we had her demonstrate a long time ago. She had pattern paste and um, like paintings but done with royal icing, so on like a box frame canvas. Okay. And she'd painted using like, a runny royal icing and then yeah. use a thicker royal icing a bit like a an oil paint and it was sort of a sea scene and she is she is a proper artist wow um, yeah wow very nice erica yeah. lots of like very experimental stuff that is very up my street yeah well that's probably what she saw when she saw you maybe demonstrate maybe. yeah oh that's really exciting so where have you got to go where does she live not obviously um, her address. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she lives that number. Yeah, um, <laughs> we all turn up. <laughs> I am getting the train to Surbiton and a bus on from there. So, oh right, okay. In in a village in the surrounding area, <laughs> <laughs> so southwest, outer southwest, just outside London, the southwest area. Okay, okay. So, will it take you long to get over there? Mm, probably about an hour and a half two hours oh gosh okay quite a way then yeah but i think it's worth it well definitely definitely as long as you haven't got to be there by 8 a.m then you're all right no exactly exactly <laughs> anything else you've been up to um no I think that is all. <laughs> <laughs> mm -mm -mm. Let me just check my diary. Reading my list. Yeah, yeah, check my list. Yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> no. Fair enough. So, should we go through our new stuff then? Yeah. Right. As we seem to probably both have pretty much the same stuff anyway. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's been, I haven't seen much at all, actually. Mm, you say that, but then we've got a fair amount between us. Well... Yeah, but I don't know, it sometimes waves, it goes in waves, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, the, it's the run up to kind of like Cake International and stuff when things start to seep through or just after when they've released Fired, it. Yeah, everything dies a death but, in the upcoming months because they want to release it at the show. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen anything exciting though. I want to see something exciting no, not particularly. come out. But what okay. um, what have you found that is not very exciting to you then? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, crikey. <laughs> Get myself in a hole now, aren't I? <laughs> so Marvellous Moulds have got a pirouette simpress, which is like, um, they're like six-petal flowers. Quite large, yeah. I think. Quite large six-petal flowers. I did What's think. the flower I'm thinking of? It's a Hawaiian flyer. Flyer? Not... I don't know. Are you thinking frangipani? Hibis no. no. Are you thinking not no? It's frangipani. Frangipani. Yeah, it reminds me yeah. of frangipani. Yeah. Um, it, it's. I mean, it's nice. Yeah. If you need that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say I would need it, but they've sent an email this morning and they've used it in a um, novelty cake. And oh, have it's they? A, like a tiki bar. And they oh. used it for the base of the bar, like the front of the bar. Do you know what? I think that's the thing is knowing how to be creative with these molds so that yes. they're not just like a one-stop use. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that's the thing. 
Um, and yeah. sometimes you just need that a little bit of inspiration. Yeah. Um, just to show you what to, what else you can use it for or give you ideas. Yeah. And it's one of the, like the seamless molds. So it's got the edge of it is not a oh, straight yes. line. It kind of follows the pattern of the petals so yeah. that you can line up marry one it up, can't piece you? with it's... the next one and it looks yeah. seamless. And I think actually the design lends itself to that because it does go up and down quite a bit where the petals mm. are sort of 3D. I do I find that quite clever, actually. Really with, yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, it's clever with with those kind of moulds and how they've actually done it so you can go all the way around a cake and marry yeah. it up. Um, so what is it, $28.95? That's in dollars, that is. Yeah. So and how big is it? Um, that doesn't say, does it? No. I would have thought, I'm going to take a bit of a stab in the dark and I f- I say that it's it probably it said- about... Five inches deep? It is 6.25 inches tall and 7.50 inches wide. Okay. So so it's quite, so it's good enough for a deep cake. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Which is really what you want, isn't it? Yeah. Um, So Sugar Flare are going to do their blossom tints in five gram pots instead of the, what are they in two at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. Two gram tubes. Yeah, and they're yes, I was gonna say and they're in better they're in pots as well, which is what I like because yeah. um <laughs> how many people have knocked over their sugar flare oh God, dust yeah. <laughs> across looks, the table? It looks to me like the same sort of thing. They've just made it wider, haven't they, to make it and a little bit shorter. So it's just a little bit stumpier and wider, so it should be more stable. Let's hope so. Because yeah. and I think the um the packaging's like the picture on the packaging's changed because it used to be a label that was attached to a bit of card, didn't it? uh yes yeah Um, yeah because we used to hang them in the shop but now they're gonna be these look like they're just freestanding tubs and it's got a label that looks like it's actually stuck to the tube or the pot yeah and says the color on it in color rather than just being a i just wish that all these manufacturers would do the same size bloody pot so that you could store everything yeah together we need to standardise like plugs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and I know they're all kind of, oh, it wouldn't be our stuff then. It wouldn't be our stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, think of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> think of us. This is how we want to store it. We don't want all yeah. your different size bits yeah. and bobs. Um, I do like Sugar Flare. I think they are one of my favourite dust, actually. They're very yes. reliable. Their colours are always mixed well. They're not streaky. Yeah. I- and I find it really easy to differentiate between the ones that are edible and the ones that are not food safe and the ones, you know, that yes. you can use a certain amount of. So yeah. I think, you know, I do like them as a brand. And I do, yes, uh, most I do. of my colours are actually Sugar Flare. Um, uh, yes. They've also got some edible sugar sprinkles, which I'm not sure if they had before. But these are £2, uh, for, sorry, from Cake Stuff. Yeah. The RRP is two ninety five, and they're selling them for two sixty two. And they seem to come in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten different colours, like rainbow colours. And then you've also got a gold, silver, black and white. And it's basically like coloured sugar granules. Oh, yeah. So you've got that sort of sparkly effect without it being actual glitter. It's just sugar that's coloured. I'm just I'm just trying to enlarge a picture of the pink ones. But it's, I'm struggling. Yeah. I've used them before, but I've not used sugar flare ones before. I've okay. had some like pearl white ones. Yeah. And if you put them on as like a solid covering, it does look spark. It looks like glittery. Okay. Because you've got all like the different faces of the sugar 
individual yeah. granules. Do you know what I mean? They're not a perfect circle, so it does give off that sort of catching the light sparkle. Okay. I mean, yes, it's not so as, they've got as good to it as actual glitter, but it's a very food safe version mm. of glitter. Yeah, yeah, and they've got some nice colours, mm. quite bright colours, haven't they? Yeah, definitely very bold ones. Yeah, it'll be um, interesting to see what they're like. Definitely. Uh, what else we got? Oh, Couture. exciting news. <laughs> yeah, Couture's in one kilo packs. <laughs> Which actually, I think that's probably needed because at the they used to only sell Couture in two and a half or five kilograms. Yes. And if you're not sure about buying a new sugar paste, it's a lot to commit to if you're going to hate it. It is. And it I, is. I have to say, I don't know anyone that's hated it, but no. you know when you buy something new, like, oh, I want a small bit to try. Yeah. Yeah. Or you've just got a small cake to cover. Because not yeah. everybody, not everybody buys couture uh for business purposes no exactly exactly and also like with the cost of living and things you don't necessarily going to want to pay out for a massive box yeah, before you yeah. want a kilogram so yeah so that's that's 6.99 and so it's more expensive than i thought it would be mm. but then i guess you get discounts for buying bulk sizes don't you but there you go yeah yeah and i, and I don't know i think that mine's that bad nowadays is it really well i think manufacturing prices have gone up so much um i'm just trying to think back to what i don't think it's that much different from a lot of the pastes. no that's what i was thinking like if you compare it to rentals extra or something like that i think you're looking about the same sort of price really yeah i just think it's nice because they've actually packaged it this time haven't they whereas before it was just in like the blue yeah reminds me of like a standard food yes production packaging yeah not for not for a shop, it's more for um, business. Yes, wholesale whereas, kind of, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of, yeah, yeah, wholesale packaging. Whereas this is in a nice, I can't see the colour because it's a black and white picture in the email. So it might be black, but it also might not be black. But it's got quite <laughs> a sort of fancy, ornate frame around it. It looks quite smart and quite mm. pretty. Yeah. So they, they've done some packaging for it as well, better than the normal stuff. Yes, and then, uh, and then the other thing that came up through my feed was Clarella Cakes uh, is doing a new in-person class, uh, mm. the summer holiday class, um, airbrushing and hand pipe, um, hand painting. Sorry, with Claire Anderson on the twenty fourth of June. So okay. by the time this comes out, it will still be available. Uh, yeah. So you can contact Cake School at clarellacakes.com. Uh, you can find her on Instagram as well. But the mm. actual picture of the cake, I really like. Yeah, um, it's lovely. Yeah, it's a really, there's a lot of detail in there. Um, yeah, it's it's like a woman sitting on a beach, but the cake board's square and the cake is circular. And she sort of starts on the cake and finishes on the cake board. So she sort of comes out from the picture. And then the picture itself on the side of the cake is makes you think of an Italian lake maybe an Italian lake or something like that so you've got some trees some boats you've got an island with a house and some cottage, yeah an island with some cottages and some greenery it's very some nice clouds, a bit of beach it's really lovely yeah I'm kind of wishing I was there now <laughs> <laughs> would be nice wouldn't it it would yeah <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> you are stuck talking to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> not even overlooking a sunny day get out of the cast <laughs> yeah <laughs> have you got anything else uh one more thing which i saw and i've put this in new things because i haven't seen this done before so it might well have been done um liz merrick sugar geek show she posted a picture that she'd made for i think it was either her daughter or her niece's birthday i can't remember which 
and she'd used you know the frost form ganache kits yes. where you put this sort of tube around your cake and then you fill it with ganache well yes. she used one of them but she filled it with edible flowers and then poured in a clear jelly mm. so when it's set you've got this cake that's completely encased in what's what looks like flowers in resin yes very cool looks very nice, cool it? it looks amazing yeah Actually, there's a picture. There's down her Insta feed. Um, yeah. There's one of her cutting it. She actually she shows you how she's done it, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah. She shows you completely how she's done it. That's how I knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been. I'm like, oh, how do that? <laughs> I think I've actually seen when I said to you, oh, I've seen, I've seen something like this. I think it was actually this one that I've seen. Oh, now really? watching, yeah. Now watch watching her do it. When did she? Yeah post it uh this was posted three weeks ago yeah yeah so i probably saw it when it came through on the feed and then completely passed me by (laughs) yeah yeah but no it it does look really effective yeah yeah and i think where the flowers are you don't really notice that there's cake inside it no no they almost they do look flowers yeah they they do look very um arty don't they it looks very yeah because i think she's she put glitter on the or she shimmered the oh, the roses um before they've oh, gone in gold. so yeah. yeah so as you look at it it just looks like yeah 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 and she's included in her post a picture of the video that's inspired it yes uh, not the video the picture that's inspired it uh, and it's yeah. like a sort of astronaut or space floral theme <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but it's very pretty yeah, very pretty and very cool. Something a bit different that I've not seen before. And if no. you've got a frost form, it might be fun to experiment if you have a little family birthday. Maybe not yeah. for a, someone yeah, who's paying think, for it. Well, yeah. Just think what else you could do, though. I'm sure you can come up with lots of... Well, you could put... Could you? Would it be too hot and would it melt it? Sorry. Um, <laughs> I was thinking you could put models and put like a scene in it and then encase it yeah. in jelly. But then the jelly's probably got to be too hot. And would, it, would it not just like melt the models? Like, I mean, that could be a look. Be like a horror cake, <laughs> melting, like <laughs> a zombie theme. <laughs> but that is a look, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> it is a look, but maybe not the look you're going for. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know, I reckon you could. Mm. I reckon you could. And I you reckon could you probably... could take it down to warm. You know, before you poured the the jelly or um and you could then do a hand solo in carbonite as well couldn't you see do you know what i was going down i was going down star was he kind of yeah <laughs> ideas and <laughs> oh, well, lots to think about <laughs> yeah no yeah we've given someone some ideas yeah they, they yeah. can they can go through and do it <laughs> yeah if you do do any of the stuff we've mentioned by the way tag yeah. us and um so we see it and yeah. i just want to shout out as well marie from my bake boss she did a little while ago a great little video on how to put your cake into your car i was like that is so good oh did she yeah she did she did yeah and like how to hold your cake in the car oh I'll have to have a look because Marie is one of our members at our Sugarcraft mm. Guild. Yeah. So I see most of her stuff, but I don't remember seeing that one. Ah. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and have a look now. Yeah. I will share it. Yeah, share it. it. I'm very wanna... good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah. So have you got anything else? 
that is, I believe, everything. Fantastic. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> we're, under, we're under pressure. <laughs> we are. <laughs> so we were going to talk about packaging, weren't we? Mm, yeah, and I have got one more new thing, but I'm saving it to talk about under this. So this okay. Bit, okay. In a bit, yeah. So this was kind of inspired by the... Um, the contact that Saracino made with me, I think, really, um, okay. about them changing their packaging from their tubs to smaller packages, but also kind of revisiting what we discussed oh many moons ago uh, when we were talking about sustainability. Mm. And uh, do you know what? I thought it might be really interesting to see how and if the industry's changed. Or yeah. if we've done anything different. And um, I think I'm a bit disappointed, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there is, the thing is, there's a potential for a lot of change, but it's very slow coming, isn't it? Yes. I think so. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I think we can do a lot more. Like I was yeah, saying. You were I looking mean, up just before we came on air, weren't yeah. you, about the culpit. Culpit. Um, Disposable um, bags, yeah, degradable piping bags, and they're still at the bottom of page one. And the price is so instead of actually being highlighted as something really good, you know, they're mm. kind of like put down the bottom. And the price is, I think, is probably out of the reach of most people, um, especially if in this day when you're trying to make a profit and you've got yeah i mean you've got bills to pay yeah um you've got a hundred piping bags um for what did i say 19 pounds plus vat mm. uh whereas at the top okay they are of a, a similar um size hang on a minute i've got it here let me just because i found some different ones that were closer to the Okay. Closer to the size. Um, Select disposable piping bags. Click on there. And they were something like six pounds. It's logged me out now. (laughs) I've probably been banned. 95 for 100, I think you said. So you're looking at more than three times the price for the biodegradable ones. Yeah. And it's just not viable. Yeah. It's just not viable, you know, and I'm but just looking. Yeah, sorry. Isn't, well, that, isn't that how we ended up with all this disposable stuff in the first place? Because it's cheaper to manufacture and because it's cheaper to buy. That's yeah. why people buy it, because it costs less. Yeah. So unless companies are going to either subsidise the more environmentally friendly option or put up the price of the less, Yeah. which is probably how it would happen. But unless you make the costs like, comparable... There's going to be a lot of people that are not in a position to choose no. something other than the cheapest option. No. Well, I scrolled down the bottom of, of this page and comes up recently viewed um, pens, you mm. know, uh, edible pens. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're all packaged with their cardboard packaging. They don't need that. And I no. know, I know they are designed for shops and I know – but I think that we, we've we kind of got in a mindset that they need to be hung on a hook in yeah. a shop. Right, actually, you've got blooming glass that could just be sat in a glass. 
on a, on a shelf. You can go and pick, you know, yeah. you could have something that has all the colours, you know, separate colours in or something. It's not yeah. something that you need to have. Well, I used to work in a stationery shop. Yeah. And it was a very cheap stationery shop and we were the only one in our high street. So there was like three different stationers. There was WH Smith, there was Sussex stationers and there was partners that I used to work at. Yeah. We were like the bargain basement version. Um, and we were the only one that sold loose pens and we had an enormous, like probably like three metres long yeah. thing of loose pens all in little individual pots. And there was biros of like various different brands. We sold Bic and we sold Papermate and we sold a, a cheapy, crappy owned brand. Yeah. We sold felt pens. We sold fine liners. We sold like fountain, every single type of pen yeah. you could want to buy. You could buy one of and it was loose. Yeah, but that's what you want. So, yeah, that's what you want. But if you don't want to have everyone touching everything, all you do is you have like a sample of each one out yeah. and a bit of paper for people to try it on and then they ask at the counter for the yeah. colour they want and you give them one. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're in a shop, that's the easiest way to do it. But then if you're buying online, there is zero need for packaging. Yes. You don't need any of the bits it comes with because unless you're going to include instructions... Mm. it's a bit pointless but then I feel like also if you're buying online you'd be better off using a QR code or something for people to scan to take you straight to the leaflet because then if it needs to be updated yeah. you can update you can just it. do it on that yeah. yeah yeah or if like an inv- and once say something that you've bought three years down the line becomes no longer food safe mm. scan the QR code oh you can't use this anymore for this you know otherwise you're never going to get an alert that's a really good idea that's a really good idea. The, yeah, you just need to be told, though, don't you? Because, mm. I mean, I, yeah, it's what you put the QR code on. Well, you could put it on the pen. Well, that's, yeah. That would be the most, else. no, that would be the most sensible thing to do. Mm. <laughs> can they yeah. Can they be um, made that small, like to bring down to yeah. size? So then, well, there's no, there's no reason, is there? Not really. No. In fact, actually, you could go across the board, couldn't you, with that? And I know. Obviously, you need some things. You need allergens on there. You you know, there are things that need to be listed on there. You can't just whack a QR code on for everything. No. Certainly for, like, cutters and stuff. I mean, do you need packaging? No. Everyone has got their own. Most of the people who make, I'm looking at moulds now, um, mm. you've got Karen Davis her molds are very easily identifiable you've yeah. got Marvellous Molds there's a very easily identifiable like people FMM there's an easily yeah. identifiable people who make their own products mm. have their own colours their own logo in the design yeah. that they're selling so all the excess is just a bit unnecessary isn't it well I think so I think so because you take your product anyway and you wash it before you use it yeah um yeah. and yeah like you say I mean, there is no we're need. not talking edibles here we're talking no. equipment so i mean some things are sold with no packaging so things like rolling pins they just tend to be loose but we've not really yeah transitioned that across to all the other options you know no and i guess like some things some things it probably does help themselves so things like cutters if they're in a packaging you can clearly see what one piece looks like whereas if mm. you've got a tray full of cutters particularly if it's an orchid or something like that yeah like what what, yeah. <laughs> what on earth is this you know yeah and I it's, would kind you know, of get I would 
I would get that if if they're metal cutters and people are picking them up and they start mm. to change shape. Yeah. I would yeah. understand that. Yeah. Um, but, but I think there's still, many things. You, you go in like Lakeland and they've got all their cookie cutters. They're hanging on, on the... They're yeah, hanging on the little hooks and they're yeah. on like a little turning thing. Yeah. So... Very true. Very true. You know, no reason why. No. Why not? No. Oh, and if there is a need for packaging what the packaging is made from yeah you know like you were saying so um <coughs> before you were saying about the the sugar the sugar paste mm. packaging was uh compostable i think you said uh, in our last in our sustainable podcast oh, okay um but do you know what i've picked up a pack of the sugar paste this morning and i can't see anything on there anywhere to tell me that i can compost it I think they might have changed that, you know. Do you think so? I've done a thing about it lately, yeah. But then, see, it's a it's a fine balance because you've got you've got to weigh up the yeah. the whole lifespan of the product, basically, yeah. haven't you? So the costs to the environment in producing the packaging, yeah. um, the costs in shipping the product in that packaging. So if you're making the product lighter, then your shipping costs are less, and you're using less fuel to ship it. Potentially, yeah. you're using less volume to ship it. Um, if it keeps the product usable for a longer period of time and you've got less food waste, therefore mm. there's less consumption, which is better. There's a lot of things to weigh up. Do you know what I mean? There and is. Sometimes what looks like the best option over the lifespan of the product is actually not the best option. Yeah. So there was a bit in um, Witch Magazine lately about Kit Kats and it was saying about the old packaging was the silver foil with the paper band which could all be recycled mm. and they've moved to now an entirely plastic cover well that's actually saved them a lot of waste and it's actually environmentally better because that plastic can be recycled it's one piece of packaging per item instead of two mm. therefore your production costs are like halved it's made of recycled plastic so actually the impact's not as bad yeah um it's made it lighter to ship you know there's it's mm. There's actually a lot of things to take into account and it's not necessarily as easy to pick up on what is the best option. Yeah, I don't think we're I don't think we're informed very well about, you know, what products are packaged in. No, no, we're not. Um or how just, to get rid of that packaging. You just yeah. have to like take an educated guess, don't you? Well, a lot of the time, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I do I think I have reduced my use of cardboard dramatically since I've because I've now been using my Shibu carriers. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't actually take any cardboard to yeah. deliver cakes. I take one I do take one cardboard box with me that I leave at the venue so the couple have got something to take their stuff home in yeah you know if there's sugar flowers or any cake left over um but I don't use because the problem is as soon as you use a cardboard box for your cake excuse the dog shaking in the background um (laughs) (laughs) as soon as you use your cardboard box you invariably get I don't know cake ganache buttercream whatever transfers onto that box and then you can't reuse it yeah um, I know a lot of people do, but you shouldn't. Yeah. 
And whereas, you know, these carriers, I can just wipe them clean when I get back. Yeah. I can wipe them clean, disinfect them, and I put them away for next time. Yeah. So I have I yeah. I feel like I have made a bit of a difference. Yeah, because it's not just the fact that, oh, it's a little cheap cardboard box. It's all the manufacturing and shipping to get you that cardboard box. Yes, and yeah. And cardboard boxes are getting more and more expensive. I mean, if you needed to, if you were taking um, a wedding cake to a venue and you were taking it stacked, you'd need to buy one mm. of the really firm cardboard boxes. And they're nearly, I don't know, 15, 20 quid. I was going to say, last time I bought one, they were about £15. And that was about five yeah. years ago. Yeah. So, so you think of that. Yeah. Um, and then you've got to store yeah. those. I can at least fold a, my carriers up and put them away. Yeah, if you're making a regular wedding cake, then I would yeah. say reusable boxes is definitely worth an investment. It is. I think it's, for me, it's been invaluable. Yeah, and you haven't got to worry then also about checking whether you've got one because you know you've, you know you've got them because yep. you reuse them. They don't, they don't go out yep. there, do they? no. No, I could just do with one for every size drum that I'm going to use. That's what I could do with. <laughs> but you know, I I don't. I make I I, I manage to get around with everything that I've got, and and it's absolutely yeah. fine. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm quite surprised by the lack of change. I think in the time mm. that we've done our first podcast on sustainability yeah I think actually if anything it's got worse because whereas before before there were more shops and now there are not and now virtually everything's mm. online and whenever anything you order anything the amount of packaging always horrifies me oh good god yes because it's packaged in a box in a box in a box oh. and like how yeah. much stuff does one order need like I understand it needs to arrive in good condition but it's like past the parcel be, sometimes yeah it is and like we just seem to be using boxes that are wildly too big for the order they contain and they're yeah. filling it up with stuff to stop it all moving around yep yep so yeah <laughs> but one thing that has changed for the better since we've podcasted on that last time is supermarkets now recycle flexible plastics so a lot of the stuff that was previously going in the bin can now be recycled as plastic. So that's like crisp packets, bread bags, sugar paste packaging, um, all that sort of stuff. Any sort of flexible plastic can go in oh, there. Oh, that's good. I didn't realise that, actually. Yeah, co-op, co-op do it. Um, Sainsbury's have it in most of their stores, in their big stores, not their local ones. I've got a little co-op local in my road, and they've got a collection point for flexible plastics. Okay. Um, Tesco's have got it. Um, I think most of the supermarkets do. So just have like, I tend to pick a bag. So either a bag that some post, like a parcel's come in or a bread bag and then stuff yeah. that with all the bits of plastic oh, and then idea. just pull up, take that in. Ah, do you know what? I'm going to look next time I'm in. Yeah. Because. I say, I'll say, yeah. one's right by the door, but just ask at customer services if they've got plastic bag recycling. Probably oh. the easiest way rather than. Particularly if it's a big supermarket, it could be anywhere. Yeah. Um, Sainsbury's ones tend to be behind Matilda's, like, you know, where they do the yeah. food bank passwords and yeah, recycling, yeah. that sort of thing. Hmm. I shall, yeah. I shall go and look and, uh, and report back. Yeah. 
<laughs> so uh, you could be recycling a bit more than you realise. Well, yes, I think we can all be recycling a bit more than we actually realise. I think that, yeah. you know, it's convenience, isn't it? You open the door and you put stuff in the bin. Yeah, but cupboard. also I feel like you can't put all of the onus on the consumer. Yeah. The producers need to legally be made to take responsibility for this. Yes. And produce stuff in a way that is responsible. Mm. Or package stuff in a way that is responsible. Yeah, totally. Totally, totally agree. Mm. Um, I One of the things that I don't particularly like is, you know, when you see people do the cakes in sort of a presentation box and they'll have the cake box, but they'll flip the lid up yeah. and sort of stick it on sideways and then have cellophane covering the whole thing so you can see it. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't don't like all the cellophane. No. No. Because I just yeah, I don't know. It's not it's not necessary. No. Really not necessary. Uh, this yeah. Too many things that have unnecessary packaging. But I don't mm. I don't see them it's almost like they sit in a corporate room and make these decisions instead of actually finding out what we the consumer think about it. Mm. you know maybe ask us if we really care that there's an extra layer of cellophane around stuff yeah definitely i should imagine Um, i was gonna yeah sorry (laughs) carry on (laughs) talking over you a lot today (laughs) Uh, what i was going to mention was as an alternative to your covering your box in cellophane so it's your buying a box you're buying cellophane and then you're not you're using a lot of cellophane to cover an entire box, mm. which would have been sufficient by itself. If you want a box with a window, buy a box with a window. Yes. And then you've only got a little bit of window rather than yeah. you know, the whole thing wrapped up like a raffle prize. Um, what I was going to mention, and I decided not to mention it in new things, is Olba do private labelling. Oh, yes. I saw that. Yeah. So private labelling is a range of products which you can contact it's not just sugar craft this is across the board it might be storage solutions it might be brushes it you know all sorts yeah it's a range of packaging which you can go to the manufacturer and say i want to put my brand's name or logo on this packaging and i want it to be in this color yeah or this size or this shape so and they'll sort it out what, for you won't they yeah what Olba offer is a colored box with your logo on it and no Olba logo on it anywhere. So yeah. if you're doing corporate orders or even if you're not doing corporate orders and you want... Um, yeah, you want you know, to brand box, it yourself, don't yeah, you? you yeah, you want to brand it. Yeah, safety buying stickers, you can go to Olba and they do that directly. There, there is a minimum order. I think you said it was a 1,000. Yes, I, I think correctly. you said that, yeah. So I would have thought this would be more for like cupcakes. I think 1,000 cake boxes. Mm. Unless you're like a big bakery you're probably not going to get through a thousand of the same size cake yeah. boxes. Yes. In the yeah, time that you lifetime. still want them to. <laughs> yeah, it was. And like, yes, you might get through them in like 10 years, but are you going to want your design to look the same, your packaging design to look the same in 10 years as it looks now? Yeah. Probably not. Your tastes have probably moved on. Fashions have moved on, you know, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So I would have thought this is more a cupcake box sort of thing mm. because – Something Cup small turnaround. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That you do on mass, like particularly yeah, like macarons like and all those little yeah, things. Yeah, treat boxes and that sort of thing. You know, yeah. where 
you turning out like 30 at a time or something. Yeah, yeah. when you're going to shift the stock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's worth looking into. Um, One of the things which I did like, which isn't really packaging, but it's branding. Have you seen people put their brand on their cake board, like an iced cake board or on the cake somewhere? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's like, so you basically get a stamp made up of your yes. logo and you sort of stamp it on the cake somewhere, like a yes. signature. Well, so they work. We, when, when I used to do a lot of theatre cakes mm. um, at the shop, I used to um, just cut myself a piece of um, modelling paste, just yeah. let it dry, and I would do an edible print with our logo oh. and all of the, um, you know, Facebook, Instagram, you could have all of that on there. And then I would cut yeah. that almost like a cookie, um, yeah. cut it out, and that would be stuck on. Um, oh. But, yes, I have seen the stamps, and I do like. I think that yeah. looks quite smart, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, when, when I went, you remember I went to Ben the Cake Man and yeah. did that class. He does it. He's got a stamp oh, okay. and he puts it yeah. on either the back corner or the back of the board so that yes. if the venue want to know who's done the cake, yeah, like the information is there without actually yeah. having to leave a business card or, or something like that. Yeah, um, absolutely. But I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of, I like, I like the idea and they look very smart. Um, but I'm leaving, personally, I mean, I'm leaving information with the venue anyway, which has got my details on. Yeah. So I don't know that I need to stamp. No, see, I was wondering if you could do that instead of sticking a label on the box. Um, see, I don't leave a box. I don't stick a label on yeah, a box. Yeah, so don't I don't leave. Yeah, so I don't true. use a, a box. I, hand, I physically hand over um, a sheet of paper with all the allergens and all the ingredients yeah. and everything on. Um, admittedly, though, yeah. see, now I'm, now I'm, oh, Erica, what are you doing to me? Now I'm tossing and turning because I actually, I put those in a plastic wallet to take so they don't get messy and they stay together and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but it's a plastic wallet. What's the, <laughs> well, why don't you have a reusable wallet, plastic or otherwise? Mm and then take them out of the wallet and hand them over. Yeah, but my my thoughts are if they go into the kitchen, they're kept safe and secure together and there's no mess that goes on them and they're easy for the venue to pick up and find as opposed to pieces of paper. I mean, they just dump them down. They don't, you know, yeah. don't think about where they're putting them. So that was why I put them in a plastic wallet and left the wallet with them. Mm. Um Oh no, I'm going to be tossing and turning now. <laughs> I've got to come up with some more sustainable yeah. ideas to. Well, you were looking at um, cookie packaging, weren't you, a little while ago? I was. I was. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And, and actually, I mean, there's a lot of cookie packaging out there. Um, mm. And we did go through a lot of. Uh, I discussed with the bride. I mean, this wedding's not happened yet. Um, but I wanted to make sure I had stuff in stock. Um, yeah. And actually, it's really, that again is really hard. I actually bought through Etsy in the end. Mm. Um, 
And there was some really nice, you showed me some really nice packaging as well, but it was frosted and she wanted to be able to see the cookie. And I get that because if you're going to spend money on a cookie, then you want to see yeah. it. But I actually yeah. did like the packaging you you sent over. Um, I sent over, so it looked like the little dinner money envelopes that you used to have yeah. in brown paper. It almost looks like a wax paper type. Yeah, a waxed paper yeah. version of that. So it was sort of, it was pa- do you know what I think it is? It's like tracing paper type material rather yeah. than wax paper. So it was, really, it was a paper. Yeah, but it looked it nice. It was, yeah, didn't look it cheap. did look nice. Um, but she wanted a clear one, and I did find uh, a clear packaging. I can send you, I can send the details so we can put it on the show notes. Um, hmm. And it was, yeah, it's going to do the job that we want it to do. Um, yeah. And fortunately, the bride and groom were in agreement that that's what we should be doing and not buying. Okay. I didn't, I didn't give them an option though, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, d- I think that's probably sometimes where the error is. <laughs> yeah. But then, Oh, I can toss and turn over that as well because I'm doing a, uh, they've got bespoke cookies made, which meant that was a bespoke embosser, which is acrylic. Oh, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering, I'm wondering if there's another way. Uh, so I got, I got years ago, and I don't know quite how you do this. When I was at school, we went to this technology fair and it was part of my like DT, which is like woodwork, metalwork, plastic thing. Part of my DT A-level, a trip to do with that. And we get given in this goodie bag. It was like some schools, like a Kent schools thing. I don't know what it was. We got given a goodie bag and in this goodie bag, it included like granules of this plastic stuff and it was a thermoplastic so it's one that you can remold so you make something out of it and then you heat it up and then you can remold it again into a different shape and heat it up and remold it into a different shape cool. and the idea was this was for like for patching stuff and making you know patching repairs yeah but could you not if you had a food safe version of it order your um embosser that's customized and then send it back they clean it they reuse the plastic for another order well, that sounds amazing. <laughs> I don't know how that would work because you'd need to build in two lots of postage. But true, I think if you've got like a local, a local scheme or like a shop did it or something, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Could actually yeah. work. I think it, yeah, I think it could. Or even, even Uh-oh, if you did it on a annually. No, I think this could work. <laughs> even if you did it annually at something like Cake International where you sell your embossers. Oh, my God, then bring them back. Yeah, bring them back to the show. Yeah. And we will give you a credit voucher for X amount and we will collect them back at the show. Yeah. Remold them, remodel them. Yeah. Rather like than that. Because posting them back is just a waste of everything. True. By the time you pay for postage, you've lost all the money. I guess you'd, you'd have to have options, back. wouldn't you? You'd have to have options of both because yeah. not everybody goes to Cake International every year. No, and, but you know what so. I mean? You could have but like yeah. collection points. Yeah. I like that idea. Back to the show. Yeah. Anyway. I like that idea. Yeah. And it would, you know, it's for things that you're getting personalized for stuff like weddings and birthdays and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brilliant idea. Brilliant idea, Erica. There you go. Because, <laughs> we just need someone to listen to this and act on it. <laughs> yeah. Some kind of amnesty for yeah. personalized products. <laughs> love it right shall we yeah. go on to our um wants to watch please do <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do minutes so i need to be back at work <laughs> do you want to do yours 
yeah, okay. I have got April Julian Cakes. So this is all one word on Instagram. Instagram, A-P-R-I-L-J-U-L-I-A-N for November Cakes. And this is April Julian. And she is a cake artist who is in Canada. Um, she's also got the Filipino flag or Philippines flag on her Instagram. So I'm assuming that's her ethnicity or her heritage, family yeah. heritage. Um, and she does the most amazing, um, I'm going to say illusion cakes. She says hyper-realistic illusion cakes. They are all sorts of things. So she's done cans of drink. She's done guitars. Does a lot of fast food and the fast food's really bloody good. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's been on... I actually um, fooled me completely, that did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's been on the TV show, Is It Cake? And we did talk about that. I think that was a Netflix one, wasn't it? Yes. Is it Cake? Yeah. So she's got pinned to the top of her grid so it will be there the third thing she's got pinned is a little chicken wings one so she's made chicken wings and she shows a picture of her cutting it and then next to it in the background is a tray of chicken wings that look like real chicken wings yeah and i'm going to spoil it for you now she picks one of them up and eats it and <laughs> what she's made because it doesn't occur to you at any point that they're anything other than real chicken i just remember thinking no Oh, a bit weird yeah. to have like uncooked chicken that close to cake. Okay. Exactly, that's what was going through it. my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's, she's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, very, and very she's good. She's also done a really great Nike Air Force trainer, yes, um, which brilliant. she's done one of her daughters. And there's a lot of her videos are like really quick how tos, and I really like them because if you know a bit of, say, if you've got experience decorating you can figure out mm. all the bits that she hasn't shown you and you get enough information from the bits that she does Yeah, to be like, oh, okay, yeah. that's really clever. Mm. So, yeah, really, really great cakes, really hyper-realistic. I mean, if you scroll back a bit, she's done a bit more uh, novelty cakes. So she's done some animals. She's done some carved cakes, um, some more fruits and more trainers. She's got an ice skating boot that's incredible. Um, I think that was one of her is that cake things because she's got a, a real boot and the cake next to it. Mm. She's got a Iron Man cake where the eyes light up. Yeah, um, all sorts of things. Yeah, they're absolutely fantastic and they really are hyper realistic. Like she's got the, de- the detail is so good. Mm. But I also really like her stuff. So she's her little mochi donut cake she's designed and. Mm the little characters she comes up with. I think they're really cute and they've got a really nice um, aesthetic and the finish is immaculate. Yeah. Because obviously if you're trying to distinguish it from the real item, it has to be. Mm. So I think she's well worth a look. I really like the fact that most of her posts are kind of a how-to rather than just the finished item. Yeah. So you get to see how it's been done. Yes. Um, I think it's very inspiring. It is. So go check it her is. out. You could uh, you could get lost in watching all of the reels that she's done. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's April Julian Cakes. Perfect. Who have well, we got? So mine, This I've never done this so fast. Uh, so mine <laughs> is the Ascot Milliner. But on Instagram, they are viv, V-I-V underscore the, T-H-E underscore Ascot a-S-C-O-T underscore milliner, M-I-L-L-I-N-E-R. And so I've gone non-cake this week and I've gone for hats. <laughs> and I, <laughs> okay. So it was a bit random, but I don't know how I found them initially. I found them on Facebook 
Mm. Um, and I think, I don't know, I don't know even what it was that came up, but I just saw these hats and instantly I automatically go, oh, how could I do that in cake? How could I do that in mm. cake? Because they are amazing. Um, so this is obviously uh, a luxury women's designer hats for sale and hire located in Ascot, Berkshire. So they obviously do the Ascot races. And yeah. uh, this lady who produces these are is so talented. Um, I love very like sculptural showstoppery hats. Aren't they, they are. You definitely turn ahead if you was wearing one of these hats. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's got, uh, th- there's a lot that are quite, um, what's the word that I'm thinking of? I think sculptural is probably the way to go, actually, isn't it, mm. with with a lot of them. Um, she's got one that looks like a sun. You know, it's just. Yeah. Um, there, there's, there's a mixture of, like, traditional stuff. So you've still got florals and feathers. Yes. And um, is it Simonet, the stuff they use, I think? I've got no idea. Can't think. But, yeah. And then she's got, um, there's a hat down here, which is totally, um, oh, what's the, what's the thing? Lindy does it. Um, when the paste is on its side and scrolled round, what's the, what's the word? What? I've got no idea what you're talking about. Oh, quilling. That's it, quilling. Thank you. (laughs) You've just seen the one I'm talking about. I was just going to send you a picture. That's it. That's the word that I was trying to get in my head. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's totally quilling. And you can Mm. just see that on a design on a cake. Yeah. Um, There's so many designs. And I love where inspiration comes from. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot to be inspired by here, isn't there? Texture, shape, colour. Absolutely everything. So that is Viv underscore the underscore Ascot underscore Milliner. Go and check them out. Mm. Right. I think we've run out of time, Erica. Yes, I need to be back at work now. So So, thank you, everyone, for listening to us this month. If you would like to leave us a review, please do so on any platform you you listen to your podcasts on. Yeah, or just tell your friends, share on your stories if you're listening. Uh, We will be back on the 12th of July with another episode. Follow us on Instagram and you can see pictures of what we've talked about. And we will speak to you soon. Have a good month. Bye. Bye.